Hello, and welcome to episode 44 of My Dog Will Eat My Face. Today, I want to share some recent events that happened with me with respect to actually a therapy session of all things that I sat through complimentary of my home hospice care. You see, when you're in hospice, one of the side perks you get actually is some sort of psychological or emotional support. Generally, they provide it through one of a number of ways. For most people, they provide chaplains. And I've actually sat down with the chaplains and tried them out. And I've done so multiple times with multiple chaplains. And frankly, I didn't like any of them one bit. Uh, Essentially, it was just me talking and the chaplain sitting there and looking at me with nothing to say or nothing to add. So, with my other choice, I can also choose a social worker or someone who's actually a licensed therapist. And that's frankly what I ran with. And only yesterday I had a session with this therapist that really gave me a lot of homework and forced me into some pretty scary personal details with respect to my own personality, actually, that has been sitting there my whole life as far as I can look back. So, essentially what it comes down to is I have a problem, and it's a problem with Hitler. And no, not that Hitler from history, of course. Well, wait, yes, I do have a problem with him, obviously. <laughs> but what I'm referring to is my Hitler. And I need to explain that some more here in the next segment. This is actually a story that goes back for probably 20 years at least of my life. And it comes out of a venting session or crying and I don't know what you want to call it. A friendly session with a friend of mine. Uh, Boy, that's redundant. Where I basically just had to sit down and was venting my emotions and issues to him. And he was comforting me at the time and helping me through it. And essentially, what was going on was I was quite upset and depressed. And it's a similar depression to what 
I'm experiencing nowadays. And it's because I feel a constant drive, honestly, to do better, to expand my life, my career, my financial well-being, everything. It's, it's essentially this incredible drive within me that has no acceptance for things such as cowardice, feebleness, weakness. It's almost a sort of Nietzschean will to power that I took on going as far back as my adolescent years, I'd say, even preteen, frankly, where things like failure and mediocrity were just not acceptable. And the reason why, actually, was because of this same disease that's killing me now. As I've said before, it is actually from a birth defect, a congenital issue. So it's something that I was born with. And I've had since day one. It's been a brewing, ticking time bomb my whole life that I knew about. I was acutely aware my whole life of my own mortality. And I knew I'd probably never make it to a retirement age. And I knew, essentially, that... I had to sort of play a short game with my life because I knew that eventually I would go into a terrible heart failure and decline and be unable to do anything and that eventually expire. And frankly, it's more of the former that scared me that is not being able to do anything that scares me more than death itself and frankly it's become my reality being as I am stuck at home hooked up to oxygen all the time 24-7 can only go outside for a couple minutes with an emergency tank that it runs out in about 20 minutes because I'm on so many liters it just you know there's no tank big enough to haul with well, I'm sure there is but maybe the Navy has one <laughs> I can't get my hands on it um, NASA certainly has the ability to supplement oxygen for longer periods but I'm not an astronaut so I'm kind of screwed And it's very depressing for me because I hate the ability to not do anything. Because this thing in me that I adoringly called my little Hitler some 20-odd years ago to my friend is like a spitting, foaming-at-the-mouth, ludicrous dictator 
screaming at me, saying, go, go, go. Weakness is not an option. Failure is not an option. Go, go, go. And he's screaming and yelling at me all the time to go. There go, I call it my little Hitler. <laughs> but certainly it's given me a good life, honestly. To be blunt, uh, people might say, what's wrong with driving forward and wanting to improve your life and wanting to work hard? wanting to succeed. Certainly there's nothing wrong with that. And I definitely pushed myself to the limits my whole life and strove my damnedest to succeed and to make my life something that I could be very proud of. And for the most part, I, I did it very well. I accomplished what I set forth to do for the most part. I would say so, at least. But the problem is, we're talking about little Hitler here. He was never satisfied, you see. He's still at the podium, screaming and foaming at the mouth like a ludicrous psychopath, telling me still to go, go, go. No matter how much I drew forward or how much I achieved, no matter how hard I worked, there was still more to do. And now you see how this can be a serious problem. It's, I guess, in the best light, a two-sided sword, right? Wherein, on one side, yes, I did work hard, I did achieve, I did succeed, I did drive myself in a relentless way throughout my life to accomplish and to do the extra. And that's fine. However, now that I've come to this moment in my life where my disease has borne its fruit and I'm so much weaker and suffering and unable to go, unable to drive forward, unable to fight, unable to achieve, and even worse, to lose my own individuality my own self-support to become reliant on others for help and me my whole life would find that my little Hitler more specifically would find that absolutely unacceptable to the point of saying death first So, this little drive in me, this little Hitler, <laughs> is unfortunately still screaming, I think, foaming up the mouth at the podium, and telling me to 
drive forward as if I was unhurt and I was still strong. And calling me the worst, worst, most horrible, filthiest names for needing help. Being weak. Not being able to do everything on my own. So it's unfortunate that this is something that I knew I struggled with some 20 odd years ago. And in a therapy session yesterday, it came to pass that I noticed he was still there. And that's put me really in the crosshairs of a dire situation of my own mind where I'm my own target. Being in the crosshairs of my own mind now to be my own target to basically bully myself telling me that now I'm a failure now I'm weak now I'm helpless and I should be ashamed is obviously not a good recipe for mental health (laughs) that's I think needless to say I don't think anyone would want to have a little Hitler of any sort. (laughs) Be it a man or be it an emotion. Or be it a driver, maybe. In their life. And I let this... Foaming... Insane madman... Burrow into my mind to live and I've not been able to kill him and I know that he needs to go somehow it's time to send in the allied forces but I don't know what that means. (laughs) I've never been able to achieve this. I've known about this problem for 20 odd years. I ignored it when I kind of found it through crying and venting to a friend and gave it the ton-in-cheek name. But... Still, I've not succeeded to expunge this from my from my life, and I I still don't know if I know exactly how to do that. I don't know what that will mean or what that will entail. I'm open to ideas, but it was certainly surreal to revisit this and realize this was still an issue yesterday in my therapy session 
to confess there is a problem with my own way of thinking with my own self and to really see it tells me that that therapy session was probably one of the best sessions of my entire life hands down so kudos to the therapist I've actually sung her praises already to the company where she works and to herself of course and given her many thanks because it was probably the most constructive therapy session of my life you know it is you know it's useful when you find out just through analysis that you've invented your own problem inside your own mind <laughs> and you realize it's been there for decades and you still haven't killed it so what do I do I think it's unlikely for me to find a way to carve out this one component of my thinking and rewire it to something more positive in the last months of my life to pursue some sort of happiness at the end of the tunnel when this is something I've not been able to change necessarily in the last 20 odd years but maybe there's another option to where I can find a way to adapt to make this terrible life or terrible setting in life tenable or even perhaps maybe come to some other area of achievement at the end of each day as opposed to the end of several months. You know, it was Darwin who once said, it's not necessarily the strongest of the species that survives, but the one most adaptable to change. Of course, I'm paraphrasing, so please don't fill my inbox with hate mail for getting the quote wrong. <laughs> anyway, maybe there's a way I, I can adapt. Maybe I can somehow achieve something that could at least pacify this mad tyrant in my head. Perhaps I can pursue small achievements, like even this single podcast as just a little thing that I can do in my day that shows at least I'm still here and making my mark and still alive and still pursuing some sort of achievement. It's something. I don't think that my hobbies necessarily would help me. And I do know 
caring for someone else will help me. And I do have, frankly, a dog for that. <laughs> the dog who I lovingly say will eat my face when I die in bed. Ergo the name of this podcast. <laughs> anyway, I often tell myself I can't die now because I have to care for my dog. That's a good drive. That's a good thing to achieve each day, to make my dog happy and to care for him and to love him. It's small, but it's doable. I can do that. and It's making a difference in another animal's life. It's bringing something good to another soul on this earth. And perhaps even these little podcasts that I make can bring some good to some people on this earth still. Even though I'm fading away. Even though I might not be able to leave this apartment. Even though I can't travel the world anymore. Maybe that I can't even work anymore. Maybe I can't claim my own home anymore. But I could do this. I can make a podcast. I could take care and love my dog. I could do those two things. And I can do them daily. And I can have some successes and some failures. But it's something that I can drive for. I think that's something that will make the little Hitler shut the F up. And I can have some peace. And some happiness. In my final days. As I reflect on these options, I frankly get excited. I could probably find other things as well that I can achieve each day. And in a weird way, finding things alone can be a goal. That can be an achievement. It's an achievement to find a a potential achievement. I know that might sound redundant. It might sound kind of spin-thinking. But, frankly, in the setting that I'm in, this might be my best option. I am actually hopeful now. I think from this therapy session that I had yesterday that I can quell this lifelong problem at least enough to live my life moving forward even though I'm in a setting that I traditionally find totally unacceptable I have to find a way to just endure the undurable (laughs) to quote Emperor Hirohito (laughs) and find a way to at least pacify that part of my mind sort of I feel like it's feeding a hungry tiger bit by bit 
It might not be much. It won't be enough for the tiger to maybe survive a long, long life. But it can get by just day by day. I don't know. Yeah, I think just even having the achievement to find achievements is a good achievement. <laughs> and I'm going to have to think about other things that I can choose to achieve that are doable for myself. And they have to be real. They have to be constructive. They have to be things that you could possibly fail at. That's important. Failure is absolutely an important component of this. At least the possibility of it. I can absolutely fail at raising my dog. I can absolutely fail, certainly, at making a podcast. Lord knows I have. Many times. <laughs> but I hope to you, at least, dear listener, you don't feel this podcast is one of those times where I've made such a disagreeable noise. (laughs) So that gives me hope. A way forward. Something to think about. Something to drive for. Something to achieve. Something to accomplish. And it's not a small thing. That's actually, this is all actually a really very big deal. And certainly caring for another soul like my dog, that is a huge deal to me. And that's enough. That is so important. That's enough to make me drive forward and to make me feel like I'm still fighting and make the world know that I am still here. I'm still alive. I am not dead yet. And I can still achieve things. And I can still do a little bit to make the world in which I live a somewhat better place for at least someone else. And that is huge. That gives me extreme levels of hope. So I thank my therapist quite a bit. (laughs) How's that for English? I profusely thank her, frankly, here and now if she ever hears this. That therapy session was by far one of the best therapy sessions of my entire life. And now, I have something to do. I've got homework. But I love it.
so, as I wrap this podcast up, I am actually pretty excited and really do think I have a way to find peace in these last days and to actually find achievement and hope in my life here and now, today and tomorrow, and not just at some imaginary end of a lawn tunnel at the end of a lawn, rewiring of my mind. I think this will work, and it will take practice, of course, it's going to take practice. I will fail at finding achievements. And when I do, I'll have to start a new quest to find another way to get an achievement. A way to find myself still driving forward. And just doing that, making that a goal, is a huge effort and a huge achievement in and of itself. So, (laughs) I want to thank you, dear listener, for tuning in to this week's podcast. I know I've been keeping them rather short lately. Uh, Please understand that I mean it when I say I'm weaker. I'm declining in my abilities and fading away so it is difficult for me to stay on the wire for so long and to speak for such extended periods of time I get very tired and I get very worn out and fatigued very quickly so I beg your forgiveness and hope you can accept that I'm doing my best and trying to say at least what's on my mind and share it with all of you out there in the world. Of course, with friends and family as well. So thank you. Thank you for giving me something to do and something to achieve. I really appreciate your listenership very much so in whatever application you're using to listen to this podcast please don't forget to click on follow and turn on notifications for future podcasts if you really want to help the podcast out you can of course go to patreon.com slash my dog will eat my face and you can make a contribution to this little channel so I can still have a little technology to be able to push this out on a weekly basis. But of course, I really mean it when I say it. Thank you so much for listening in and tuning in. Please at least share it with others. And that is by far the most I can ask of you and I value each and every one of you very much. But with all that said, 
I need to go rest. <laughs> but at least I can start again tomorrow and look to achieve living another day caring for my dog and seeking other achievements in the future. For now, I feel the same. And I hope to speak to you next week. <laughs>